Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted. Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Knightsky. Hey, I hope this finds you doing well. It's finding me and Brentwood Court Studios here in my closet looking at all of my wife's wonderful jean jackets and warming up after spending a day out in the little chilly air here raking leaves. And while raking, it made me start to think a lot about the season we're about to head into here for the month of November in the United States, a little season we call Thanksgiving. And I was thinking of all the different people I was grateful for and all the different ways that we demonstrate gratitude. And then it struck me that maybe we need to talk about some different ways for all of us to show people and demonstrate to people how we appreciate them. Because frankly, I think most people are going through their days not really recognizing or understanding the influence they have on other people, which is why so many of us don't see ourselves as leaders, because very few other people tell us about our influence on them. And that starts with us first telling them their influence upon us. All right, that was a lot of us's. (laughs) Here we go. Remember, a leader is anyone who has influence over another person, and each of us every single day have the ability to change the direction of the people in front of us just by simply being the best version of ourselves. Heck, even when we're not the best version of ourselves, people are watching and learning and responding and then taking that and going forward. The other day, somebody told me, they pulled me aside after I had done a presentation and said, you know, you remind me of when people say a new word in front of me, and then I use that word like 25, 30 times. That's influence. That's what leadership is. It's just somebody simply nudging you into a new direction and then you using it over and over and over again. I think she was right when she said that because I think most people who do hear a new word in the right context and think it's a cool word start to use it all the time so that they can master the use of it. So why can't we start to master the use of our leadership and our influence by just becoming cognizant of the fact that being who we are is changing the direction of people all around us. And how do we do that? Well, we do that by being the buffalo. We focus our attention on looking for storms, storms that we are going to chase into because we know that the fastest way through them is into them. There's sunshine and stars on the other side of every storm, no matter how big, no matter how long. It's just a matter of us being perseverant and reflective and obnoxiously optimistic. If we can do those things, well, we can get through anything. And when we do things like that and we influence other people, then we create what's called little herd and everybody comes with us. Or they stand back like the cow, wait for the storm to get to them, and then they try to outwalk it. Mm. (laughs) We don't need that. What we need is we need people in our lives who recognize that they are making a difference. And we need to keep chasing people like that. The first thing I want you to really, really think about is that people don't always know where they stand with you. And as a result, they don't really want to take a lot of risks around you. So the more we can reinforce the great efforts of their work with you, their influence upon you, and model for them what you expect, well, the more you're going to get that. If you want people to charge into the storms they're facing, you've got to do it first and foremost. Show them how it's done. Then run alongside them. And then run behind them. So let's talk here about a few things. And first, I want to talk to you about the power of a note. You see, 
Every single day we're going through our lives and we're getting texts and we're looking on social media and we're getting emails and maybe we're lucky and somebody actually calls us on the phone and we hear their voice. But too often we are going through our days without really recognizing our ability to change the outcomes for others. We don't really recognize how our micro behaviors lead to macro outcomes in the lives of others because when we demonstrate small little bits of courage, sometimes that gives people the strength to show large bits of courage to step into bigger storms and what we want to do when we see things like that is we want to reinforce it and i want to share with you a couple of things and a couple of different ways in which you can do that to support the lives of those that you serve no matter who you serve whether that be children adults attorneys doctors teachers principals it doesn't matter because at the end of the day we don't always know where we stand So let's start to show people where we stand. Let's start to show people where they stand. And let's recognize one thing, the power of the note. You see, I'm going to start out here with a little story about my kids. My kids were little, like kindergarten, first grade. Every day I would pack their lunch. And in their lunch, I would write a little note, a little note of encouragement, maybe a quote, maybe something we had talked about, sometimes a little joke, sometimes a note for others. Now, I never really knew if those notes were being read or what was going on with them or what they did with them. And over time, I started to like kind of, I don't know, stop sending them every single day. And after a while of not sending them, I think it was like two or three days, my little Charlie, when he was in first grade, perked up and said, hey, how come I'm not getting any notes anymore? And I said, oh, I'm sorry, Charlie. I didn't know if you actually liked them or read them. And he looked at me and his eyes kind of welled up. He's like, I always read them. I would put things in there about the force from Star Wars or Thomas the Train or whatever he was interested or whatever he was doing. Just little quips and quotes and fun things for him to do. What I learned over time was by the time he got to sixth and seventh grade, all of his friends were looking forward to hearing what was on the note. And then when Gracie was in school, my daughter, it was the same thing. She would read her note out loud. And then what I learned was something that really warmed my heart. They weren't throwing them away. They were keeping them. And about two or three months ago, I found all of them that they had saved over the course of their lives in the bread basket in our kitchen underneath a pile of other things. And I just started flipping through them. And now that I'm at a different season of life, and Charlie's a senior in college, and Gracie is a freshman in college and both gone, it struck me one day that, you know what? I'm going to keep writing them notes. So every morning, I write them a note on a note card. I take a picture of it. And I text it. (laughs) It's, I guess, the most modern way to send a note. And I got the same sinking feeling in my stomach. Like, they wouldn't respond to them. And I should know better. Kids and young adults, they don't respond to texts. I should be Snapchatting it or putting it on Instagram. But I just wanted it between the three of us. And one day I skipped it. And then I got a phone call from my daughter, Grace, who asked me if I was okay. And I said, yeah, I'm fine. Why? She goes, why didn't get my note this morning? I said, oh, well, you guys never respond to me, so I didn't know if you wanted them. She goes, Dad, I start every morning out by eating breakfast and reading your note and thinking about whatever it said. And then she said, and so does Charlie. Oh, that was music to my ears, motivated me and got me excited because the whole point and the power of a note is to try to inspire or change the direction or influence other people. So I started keeping all the notes that I started taking pictures of and sending to the kids. And just let me share with you what they are, because I think this is a very simple strategy for you to do in your workplace. 
I mean, I know people send out their weekly quips and quotes and things like that, but it's typed, it's in an email, and emails can be intrusive, and I don't know, sometimes it's only so many quotes that I can read to be inspired. But when they come handwritten, in a text, or even in those emails, it shows a little bit different type of ownership. So here they are. The very first one I ever sent just said simply, choose happiness, love dad. The next morning I wrote, if you want to be liked, be fun. If you want to make a difference, be kind. Don't worry about what has happened. Learn from it and improve. Do your best. Make yourself proud and have fun on the journey. Life happens for you. Never panic. Always prepare. Make the most of the moment. There is only one way each day forward. Today's a great day to have a great day. You do not have to do anything. You get to do everything. It's easy to be the same, be yourself, and be different. The harder it is, the stronger you'll need to be. Everything you are facing is a choice. Make choices that make you happy, make you feel good, and are best for others. You can't change yesterday, but you can improve yourself today. Anything that is short of your best will always bother you. Your best will always satisfy you. And they go on and on and on. And they're just things that I think in the morning, I wonder what my kids need today. And sometimes I have conversations with them the day before and just send them a real subtle note to influence them. I want you to think about the power of this because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And then both of my kids were like, hey, are you always going to do this? (laughs) Which uh, the answer is yes, but I think I've committed myself to about 14,000 notes over the course of the next 10 years which I will be happy to write. So I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this in your leadership, and I want you to think about how can you put in place intentional ways in which to send a note. So think about this for a second. In our organization, we ask people to start out each meeting with an attitude of gratitude. My executive team that I sit on, we start out every weekly cabinet meeting by picking two people externally and one person internally. And we sit there for 10 minutes, listen to some music, laugh with each other, and then we write notes to others that we really believe in our heart are making a difference, that we are grateful for, or we want to highlight to them how big of a deal they actually are in the lives of others. It's just simple. It's an attitude of gratitude. It's 10 minutes. We have the note cards handy. We're ready to go. And we do it intentionally. And we do it intentionally so that we maintain a level of gratitude as senior leaders so that we notice during the week the ways in which our own staff and the people we serve alongside are making a difference. We look for the people on the outside of our organization who are making a difference for our staff, for our people, for the children that we serve, for everyone around us, because we want to make sure that they recognize and realize that we see them. That's right, see them. The power of a note is that you're recognizing and acknowledging that you see other people, you see what they're doing, and you are showing them that they have influence. Leadership is everywhere, but nobody always sees it because even the people who are taking chances and have titles and think that they are leading don't know if it's making a difference. And if you never tell them, they'll never know. What is your attitude to gratitude strategy and how can you employ that throughout everything that you do? Because taking a moment each day to just write one note, a note on paper and mailing it or dropping it off, It'll make a difference. 
Now, some people really give me a hard time when I say this, but I, I really don't care for text notes. I mean, I don't mind what I get them. I don't mind sending them and making sure people notice them. But you can't take a text to put it on your refrigerator, put a pin in it and stick it on the wall. You can't put it on your desk. You can't make a pile of them and then use them as a reminder that you do make a difference when you're having a bad day or a bad moment. Because these little notes are fuel. They're fuel for the soul, for the mind, for the heart, for the muscles, for your motivation. And when they're on paper, and when they're on a card, people go back to them. One of my favorite things to do here, and another strategy for you to consider, is when you overhear a compliment, pass it back. And what I mean by that is I want you to take like the strategy of playing tennis with compliments. You see, I always like it when someone comes up to me and says, you know, I really appreciate what George has done. And George isn't in the room. Because then what I do is I either pick up the phone and call George, or I write George a simple note. Now, I always like to call with this type of a piece. You know, the power of a note can also be your voice. And I like to just call and say, hey, listen, I was just in a meeting with Fritz and Jenny and Harry. I don't know where I came up with these names today. But anyways, I was in a meeting with them, George. And here's what I want you to know. They were highly complimentary of your customer service. They were highly complimentary of your ownership. They were highly complimentary of the fact that you demonstrated our values, that you showed stewardship and loved our people. They were highly complimentary of your character. They were highly complimentary of your energy, whatever it is. Now, I believe in my heart that one of the best ways to support other people is to make sure that they know what other people have said about them. I mean, let's face it, we're all walking around with a little bit of anxiety. We still think we're in middle school or high school and we're in some sort of a weird popularity contest trying to figure out where we stand with everybody. So let's help everybody out. Let's make sure they know. I mean, half the time, I don't know where I stand with people. And I tell you what, when I get a little note that says, you made a difference today, I really appreciate that. And I know that when people receive them from me, that it helps them recognize two things, where they stand with me and more importantly, how they've influenced other people. The power of a compliment being shared that they have never heard is huge and impactful. One of my favorite things to do, like I said, is to make that phone call. But then I also like to write out notes and say, hey, listen, we were in a meeting with your boss and we're super proud of the fact that we heard them say that you were doing a great job. Because no matter where you fall in an organization, you still wonder once in a while, what do the big people in the organization think of me? Or what do these people think of me? And do I stand a chance here? Or am I in trouble? And the only way to get rid of those weird narratives in the organization is if the leadership team and the people who have influence are making sure that those who are complimented hear about those compliments and we pass them on. Again, very, very simple. Now, the last one I want to share with you is this one. And it's one of my favorite ones. Write a note to someone in their family. You know, one of the things I've learned as I've gotten older, and I've gotten older, is that my mom and dad still love to hear about their sons. My mom and dad love to see little notes in the newspaper. They love to see things on Facebook. They love it when their boys do something that makes them proud. I also know as a father myself that I am really impressed when I hear great things about my children. And I think the thing that warms my heart the absolute most is when I hear great things about my wife. When I hear people tell me that she's a great teacher or I run into students who haven't seen Mrs. Knightsky in public before, and run up to her and hug her who haven't seen her in a while. As a matter of fact, one of my all-time favorite memories of my wife is that my children and I went to a Milwaukee Brewer game, 
the best team in baseball, except this season when they lost in the early playoffs. But anyways, we went to a Brewer game and we're sitting in our seats and these two gigantic men sit down next to us. And my son kind of looks over. He's like, whoa, these are big dudes. And one of them goes, Mrs. Knightsky? And my wife looks at this giant man and she goes, oh. And she says his name, gets up and gives him a gigantic hug. My kids and I and my daughter, we're all looking at Megan like, what are you doing? That guy's huge. He had had a couple of beers, so he was like, oh, you're my favorite teacher, and I love you so much. We got to get a picture. We're going to send it out, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the whole interaction, my kids and I were so proud of my wife and their mom because, again, we don't always know what she's doing and what big deal she is and how she's influencing people. Yeah, I know she's a teacher, and I know she's a great teacher, and I know kids love her, but I don't always get to see it. And here's the strategy I want you to think about. I think if you work with kids, I think if you work with adults, I think the greatest thing you can do is send an unexpected note to the parents. I don't care how old the parents are or their spouses. Because we too are sitting on the sidelines wondering, how are our kids doing? I wonder how my spouse is. And when we get notes that identify a few things, number one, I want to thank you for raising a great human being. Your daughter today demonstrated leadership doing one, two, three. And we as an organization want you to understand and recognize that while she probably hasn't lived at home for a really long time, you raised a great human being and we're proud of her and we're proud of you. And we wanted to just take a moment to thank you for raising such a great person. Imagine being a 74-year-old mom sitting at home and you get a letter from your daughter's office and open it up to find out that it's the principal saying, your wonderful daughter is one of our best teachers and I just thought you should know. Again, it's just an empowering piece to make sure that others recognize their influence and to subtly make sure that the world around them understands how much you appreciate it. If you've got people working overtime to get things done who are missing family commitments, you are obligated to make sure that their families recognize that you recognize that they are putting in extra effort. So how do you do that? Well, you send them a note and simply say, I want to thank you for sharing your dad with us this last week. I want to thank you for sharing your partner with us this last month as we've gone through this merger, this transition, these changes, the new schedule, whatever they are. We just want you to know that we know that this has been hard on all of you and we are grateful for it. It's simple and it's a note, a powerful note of thanks. See, every day there's all these people doing all these things around us and they don't really recognize their influence, but we also understand that sometimes in their absence, in their own families, in their own worlds, that it also has an influence and sometimes that's not always positive. So we should recognize it. But we should also recognize all of these amazing things that people are doing because it's just who they are. And it doesn't have to be extra sacrifices. I mean, how cool would it be if you as a kid, a 13-year-old, got a letter from about your mom or dad telling you how great their dad was? It would just be so empowering as a kid to realize and recognize not only is my mom or dad awesome at home for me, but apparently they're a pretty big deal to others. Because most kids don't know what their parents do. Most parents don't know what their kids do. And when I say kids, you can be 55 years old and still be somebody's kid. And parents don't stop caring. And kids don't always know what's going on. I want you to think about the power of a note to pass upon a compliment that was overheard that they don't even know about. And a simple recognition. Now, if you're a teacher, these are great notes just to send home to the parents. You know that. Or to their brothers and sisters. Or to their grandparents. Or to their guardians. 
Heck, send it to their neighbors. These are powerful, simple little strategies that you can use to make a difference in the lives of others. And that's what we're all about. Buffalo leaders, we charge in the storms that we're facing. We look for the opportunity to be grateful, and we are creative in that. Don't forget the power of a note, whether that be to them, to the people around them, or to the people who love them. So let's do some smart thinking. List the people right now in your life who could use a note. Describe the impact that notes have had for you. List a process that you could put in place in order to make sure that people got the recognition that they needed to hear from you. That's it. That's the Smart Thinking Podcast. Hey, as always, thank you for listening. And please make sure to share this episode with others to help me help them become better and stronger leaders for those around them. Please also rate this podcast episode on your platform. And finally, and as always, thank you to the Well Pennies for their great music that they always supply me with permission because somebody asked me that the other day so that we can enjoy their creativity, optimism, and energy. All right. So as we close out here, I want you to really, really think about what is going to be your way in which you are going to demonstrate your gratitude for others and how are you going to use the power of the note. I'm telling you right now, every week, if I receive a note from anyone, it is just fuel for that moment and the rest of the day. I can't tell you enough how important it is for you to begin to put up your antenna and start to pay attention to the world around you through the lens of gratitude. Looking curiously every single day for a new way to find a different approach to thank others, whether that be a note or a sticker or just some sort of a way to say, I saw that. I think one of the things that we need to do a better job of as leaders in general, if we're trying to motivate people, keep them engaged and really, really help them recognize their influence is to simply point it out and say, listen, I saw what you did. I'm proud of you. And I want you to know that we appreciate it. It's that simple. It's too simple. And maybe that's why too many people have gotten away from it. But when you receive a card in the mail on a random Saturday afternoon that you did not see coming and you open it up and it just simply says in there, you made a difference today and I appreciate you, signed so-and-so, well, that's a big deal. I'm going to close out here with three more notes that I've sent my kids. And they're the three that got thumbs up emojis. You ready? Be kind to the person in front of you today. You might be the best part of their day. Confidence, Charlie and Grace, is a skill that builds each time you do your best. And the last one here for you to reflect upon is the worst enemy we ever face is our own fear. Be brave today. All right, smart thinkers, have a great week. Send a note and be the difference in someone else's day.
place I know for an old song And these worn out souls I can hear it Like a lullaby if you sing it Well then so will I Oh my morning star Show 